What's up, y'all? I'm Shamika, and welcome to Talk Your Shit, Sis. Before I start this episode, I want to start off with a little bit of appreciation. I want to show appreciation to everybody that listened to my previous podcast and either got back to me with some feedback or just basically let me know how that podcast touched you in some way or another. The reason I want to show appreciation to you guys is because, like I said, when I first started this podcast, it was my intentions to just talk about stuff that I was going through in my own life and that I was learning while I was doing my own self-healing journey. So for y'all to get back to me and to let me know how my podcast touched you in some way, it really meant a lot to me because, like I said, it makes me feel as though what I'm doing has purpose and that what I'm going through, I can use it to touch other people as well. I just want to let you guys know that I appreciate uh, my previous listeners, but also appreciate my new listeners that's tapping into this episode. I hope all you ladies are ready to talk your shit. This episode is going to be about shadow work. Now, before I start, I want to let you guys know shadow work. No, I'm not talking about spells or magic or anything like that. Shadow work essentially is you tapping into your mind, into the unconscious part of your mind to understand your shadow side. Now, you might be asking, what is the shadow side? We all have a shadow side. It's nothing bad about it. Your shadow side is basically the unconscious part of your mind that possesses the traits that we would consider as toxic. Some ways that your shadow side can manifest is through jealousy, insecurities, laziness, procrastination, abandonment issues, and just a bunch of other traits that we essentially would consider as toxic or traits that we don't really deem as good traits. Like I said, we all have a shadow side and there's nothing wrong with that. What I need you guys to understand before I explain what your shadow side is and what shadow work is, is that shadow work is not a one-stop shop. It's not something that you could do once and think that, oh, okay, yeah, I'm healed or I don't have to do it anymore or I did it once and I feel better so I wouldn't have to do it again. No. Shadow work is something that takes time, consistency, and dedication. You have to be consistent in doing it because like I said, These feelings can come up at any time. These feelings can come up whenever you feel triggered or whenever something happened that's connected to these feelings. They can come up. Just by doing shadow work once, it's not going to heal you or, you know, prevent you from feeling these things. Shadow work is essentially something that you have to do consistently. What I mean by that is I can't tell you how much times you're going to have to do it and nobody else can tell you how much times you actually have to do it. But you might even have to do it every day of the week. You might just do it twice out of the week. But like I said, you won't have to do the shadow work every time you feel these feelings or you feel those emotions that you know is triggering you or you know that you want to work on in order for you to see those results that you're looking for. Like I said, shadow work is not meant to heal you. Shadow work is meant for you to be able to tap into that unconscious side and tap into those bad traits and figure out where these traits are coming from and what are they linked to and how you could possibly use this to prevent yourself from doing the same thing in the future or prevent yourself from running into the same triggers that cause you to do these behaviors in the first place. Some benefits of shadow work is that you are able to become one with yourself. You're able to understand yourself on a deeper level and you're able to understand what you want from life and who you are as a person. That is one of the most important things I think that comes out of shadow work. 
Another thing that you have to be in tune with in order to perform shadow work is your feelings. You have to be in tune with how you feel at the moment, with the different emotions that might be coming up, with the different thoughts that might be coming up. That can be hard for anybody because the way our body is set up is your mind works in a way to protect you. Your mind wants to protect you from anything that it deems as a threat to itself. So basically, anything that your mind feels that might be causing you fear or feels as though might be causing you harm or just causing you to feel uncomfortable within yourself, your mind tends to avoid those things. And it avoids thinking about those things or avoids dealing with those things because it's like, yeah, I don't like that. That makes me feel uncomfortable and I don't like the way that make me feel. So I'm just going to avoid it altogether. Or I'm going to make you do these things or do these behaviors that it's not really healthy or aligns with who you want to be. The most important thing about shadow work is you have to know who you are or at least know who you want to be. Because a lot of us don't know who we are. And I didn't know who I was for a long time. I didn't know who I wanted to be or what I wanted to align myself with. That's one thing about shadow work that you have to figure out. You have to figure out who you are or who you want to be. You have to figure out the values you want to align yourself with. What traits do you want to possess to become that person that you want to be in the future? With that, it's going to take some time to actually figure that out. I'm not going to tell you that you're going to figure this out in one day because it took me months to figure out, okay, what do I want or who do I want to be? Who do I want to align myself with value-wise? Who do I want to be as a person? It took me months to figure that out. So it might take you some time. It might take you two weeks to, like I said, some months to actually figure it out. But take that time and learn yourself. Learn what you like to do. Learn what you don't like. Learn all of that stuff. Learn what specific values and what form of yourself you want to align yourself with in the future. Once you can figure out that, then you could get into shadow work. It makes it easier because now you know, this is who I want to be. This is who I want to align myself with. And I have to do my shadow work around that and focus on things that does not help me in any way to align me with a person that I want to be. When I did my shadow work, I had to focus on who I wanted to be. Like I said, for months, I felt stuck. I felt as though like, yeah, I don't even know what I'm doing. I don't know what the hell is going on around me. I don't even know. I was just going with emotions at this point. It came to the point where I was like in a rut. I was depressed. I just didn't know what to think. I was like, yeah, I don't even know at this point. It pushed me to do research and figure out, okay, how the hell do I get out of this rut? How do I get out of this space where I'm feeling as though I have no purpose or I'm feeling as though, you know, my purpose doesn't matter in this world? That's when I stumbled upon shadow work. When I first stumbled upon shadow work, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it was going to be. I didn't even know what I was going to get out of it. But I know that I just didn't want to feel that feeling that I was feeling anymore. It was to a point where I got comfortable wallowing in that feeling and wallowing in that negativity and wallowing in that depressed state. And I was like, yeah, you need to get up and you need to figure something out. You need to get out of this negative state and you need to get out of this wallowing feeling. When I first started shadow work, I told myself, okay, you need to figure out who you want to be and you need to figure out what it is you even want to do or who you want to like. Even if you don't even know what you want to do with your life, at least figure out the values that you want to align yourself with or what do you see yourself as in the future to be 
that person where you feel comfortable with yourself for me all i really could see that point in my life where i was all i really could see was genuine happiness that's what i wanted that's what i wanted out of life i just wanted to be genuinely happy wherever i was in life it didn't matter if i didn't know what i wanted to do none of that mattered what really mattered was that i was just genuinely happy with where i was in life and who i had in my life once I figured out that's what I wanted at that moment, I had to write that down. I encourage you guys to write it down because in my perspective, when you write something down, it puts it in the universe. You know, it gets it out your head and puts it, it puts it in physical form on paper and basically gives you that push and that drive like, okay, this is what I need to do and this is what I need to focus on. So I wrote it down and after I wrote it down, I had to think about, okay, what traits am I possessing that's keeping me from being genuinely happy eventually over time like i said it takes time i came to the point where i was like okay i'm an empath i had to understand that i'm an empath and essentially an empath is somebody who feels the feelings or emotions of everybody around them that's when i had to realize that okay i was feeling everything around me i was feeling emotions and stress and happiness and sadness from everybody else in my life and i was linking it to myself when i was able to realize that i had to tell myself one thing i needed to learn was i needed to be comfortable with other people's uncomfortable being an empath like i said you feel the emotions of everybody else around you but where it becomes toxic is when you taking those emotions and making it as though they are your own so let's say for instance you know if your sibling come to you about something that your parent did to them and now you angry about the situation or if somebody in your family come to you about something that somebody did to them and now you angry about the situation or if your friend comes to you and tell you hey this and this happened or this person treat me this way or this happened and you taking on that anger you taking on that uncomfortable feeling you taking on their sadness and granted it's okay to be genuine it's okay to have sympathy for people it's okay to understand where people are coming from but what's not okay is engulfing yourself in those emotions engulfing yourself in those situations and in those people's lives taking it upon yourself to make it your own problem or to make it feel as though it's your emotions that you're feeling that's where i had to realize that okay yes i'm an empath but i am being toxic with it what i'm doing is toxic because I'm taking on all these people's emotions. I'm taking on all these people's feelings. And these are not what I'm feeling. So that's where shadow work came in. After I realized that because I was an empath, I started people pleasing. I started going the extra mile for people that would not do the same for me. I started, you know, just taking up taking on these emotions and carrying them as my own emotional baggage. And that is what led to my depression. That is what led to me feeling stuck because I was doing all of this, not realizing like, hey, this is not your baggage. Let it go. You could drop this bag off and you could go. Shadow work helped me to realize that I was able to figure out who I wanted to be. I wanted genuine happiness. I wanted to be genuinely happy wherever I was at in my life. And from there, I was able to pinpoint all the negative 
behaviors that I was doing that was keeping me from aligning with being a genuinely happy person. With those feelings, I had to understand where they was coming from. Like I said, your shadow side can manifest in so many ways. It could be from past situations that you probably have went through. It could be from your childhood. It could be from trauma. It could be from situations that made you feel uncomfortable. Your shadow side develops in so many ways. That's where you have to figure out, okay, where are these feelings coming from? For me, I had to realize that these feelings were coming from my childhood. During my childhood, I was always the type of person who I always did for those around me. I always went the extra mile. I always had to make everybody feel comfortable around me because that was the environment that I grew up in. I had to make sure that everybody was comfortable to prevent conflict, to prevent, you know, any turmoil between the people in my life, to prevent just any type of conflict, basically. With doing that, I didn't realize that I was keeping the peace around me, but I was starting a war within myself. I was keeping the peace with people and everybody else in my life, but within myself, I was not at peace. I was not at peace with myself because what I was doing was not for me. It was in no way beneficial to me. That's when I realized that, yes, it's okay to be an empath. Yes, it's okay to be genuine. It's okay to care, but you also have to understand that you need to do these things for yourself. You need to be doing this for yourself. You need to care for yourself. You need to be empathetic for yourself. And you need to understand that people's problems is not your problems. That's the number one thing I thought it worked helped me to see was everybody's problems was not my problems. And it's okay for me to just tell somebody, hey, I don't understand where you're coming from. I don't know. I might not know how that pain feel. I might not know how you feel about that situation, but I'm here for you in any way that I can be and leave it at that. Don't overstretch yourself. Don't go the extra mile. Don't be doing things that makes you feel uncomfortable because that's when it doesn't become genuine anymore. It's no longer genuine when you're doing something with the expectation and the hopes of getting something in return. With that, I was able to understand where these emotions was coming from, why I was having these emotions, and this leads to the next step. Now for this step, you have to use your imagination a little bit. You have to be able to picture your past self. So say for instance, like for my example, I said depression, right? I had to be able to picture my depression in physical form and pull up a chair and sit with my depression and talk to my depressed self and understand my depressed self and just say, hey, ask myself questions. Why are you doing this? Why are you depressed? Why are you feeling these feelings? what is holding you back from not being depressed and actually being genuinely happy? And when I was able to ask myself those questions, I got the answers that I needed. My depressed state basically told me everything I needed to know. You're depressed because you're being empathetic to other people's feelings, but not only are you being empathetic to other people's feelings, you're taking on these baggages, you're taking on their roles, you're trying to fix everything, you're trying to be everything for everybody, you're people pleasing, you're doing all this extra shit and it's not your place it's not your place to do this for people so I asked myself what do you need from me now that you told me everything that I'm doing that's causing me to feel depressed or causing you to feel depressed what do you need from me my future self right now what do you need me to do so you don't feel like this again like I said with this you need to get creative you need to picture yourself and you need to get in that zone jump into that unconscious part of your mind and figure out 
what do you need to do to not feel that feeling anymore? So for me, it was depression, like I said. After I asked myself, what do you need for me to not feel this anymore? Myself basically told me, okay, look at what you've given to these people, right? And that's what I need from you. So you're people pleasing. You're trying to keep the peace with other people. You're trying to make everybody else around you feel less uncomfortable. But I need you to give that to me. I need you to keep the peace within yourself. I need you to make you feel less uncomfortable. So if somebody else around you is making you feel uncomfortable, let it be known. Let them know like, yo, what you're doing is making me uncomfortable. I don't like that. So to keep the peace within myself, I'm going to do this, this, and this and leave it as that. And that should be reason enough. If this person loves you or this person wants to be in your life, they will understand this is not making her feel the way she wants to feel. Let me back up. And if they can't see that and they can't get in tune with that, then they don't belong in your life. Cool. I listened to her and I did that. Now, she also told me, hey, that love you're giving to everybody else, that love you walking around looking for in everybody else, I need you to give that to you. And what I did was I sat and I told myself, okay, how can I give you that love? And I thought about everything that made me happy. I thought about everything that made me feel good. You know, dressing up every once in a while, that made me feel good. Doing my hair, just getting my nails done, you know, taking care of my skin, all of that. Those things make me feel good. Those things make me feel good about myself. They make me feel loved. They make me feel happy and special. So I gave those things to myself. I started doing things that I like to do. I started doing things that was interesting to me. I started doing things, even if I had to do these things by myself, because that was something that I always struggled with. I always struggle with being alone or doing things alone. Shadow work helped me to work through that. Now, I talk myself through those feelings. If I ever have to do something alone or I want to go somewhere and I'm like, oh, I can't go because I don't have nobody to go with me. I talk myself through those feelings and I tell myself, look, you want to go to that thing. You're interested in it. Get up and go do it. Because trust me, every single time that I've done that and every single time that I've actually done the thing that I wanted to do, I feel so much better after. I feel free and happy. And that's what I wanted for myself. That's what I wanted to align myself with, that happiness. So I always told myself, if it's something you're scared to do and you want to do it, go do it. Because that is what is going to align you with your genuine happiness. Another thing was validation. My depressed self told me, hey, that validation you're giving to other people, that acknowledgement you're giving to other people, that congratulations you're giving to other people, give it to yourself. So that's what I did. I listened and I gave those things to myself. Whenever I completed a small goal, I told myself, congratulations, I'm proud of you. Whenever I did something that I felt as though I wanted those words, I'm proud of you, I gave that to myself. In the past, I would expect that from other people, but no. I told myself, hey, I'm proud of you. And I felt good about it. I felt you know, freeing. I felt like, okay, I'm getting that validation that I need. Whenever I did something that I thought was a good work, I'm like, yo, girl, you did your shit on this. You know, I like that. I like the way you did that. I just basically gave myself that validation that I was looking for from everybody else. And once I did that, I was able to see how happier I was. I was more energetic. I had more energy. I smiled more. And you could just see the genuine happiness in my eyes. You could see it on my skin. People told me, yo, you're glowing, you know, 
your smile is beautiful. You need to smile more. Stuff like that. It came to the point where I was actually seeing that genuine happiness manifest right in front of me. Like I said, shadow work is not a one-stop shop. Shadow work takes time and dedication. But trust me, once you get into doing the work and you get into figuring out who you want to align yourself with, what traits keep you from aligning with that true self, with your true self, what trait can you adopt to figure out who your true self is or to get to that point where you're being your true self? You're going to be like, yo, why haven't I done this earlier? You know, another thing I want to touch on is feelings. One thing that's important with shadow work is you have to have feelings. You have to involve your feelings. You have to involve your emotions in the mix. You have to bring all of this to the table and sit down with them. Sit down with your feelings. Sit down with your emotions. Allow yourself to feel these feelings. Allow yourself to jump into your unconscious mind and bring out these emotions. Yes, it's easier said than done, but we have a tendency of ignoring things that are that make us feel uncomfortable or things that we don't want to pay attention to because it's not, like I said, in our comfortable little bubble. But that's the problem. When we don't acknowledge that uncomfortable elephant in the room, you're holding yourself back. You're holding yourself back from who you want to be. So with shadow work, you have to be able to incorporate your feelings and your emotions into it because that's the number one thing about healing. You have to feel in order to heal. There's no way around it. You could be the most cold-hearted person in the world, but the minute you start feeling and the minute you start acknowledging the emotions that made you cold-hearted or that made you feel as though you have to be cold-hearted, you're going to see that, okay, damn, I do have these feelings and I do have these emotions. I've been ignoring them, but they've been here. And you're going to actually see different parts of your shadow sides pop up. Eventually, you're going to get to the point where you're like, okay, yes, this is my shadow side, but it don't have to be like this. I don't have to feel this way. I don't have to let this feeling control me. I don't have to let this feeling take up a big part in my life because I am in control. I am able to sit down with myself and have a conversation with myself and figure out why am I behaving the way I'm behaving and how it's preventing me from aligning with who I truly want to be. I hope you guys take this information and apply it to your life, apply it to different situations, and shadow work does not have to only be with the bad, because you could use shadow work for good too. Think of days where, you know, you were truly happy, or you felt ecstatic about something, or you was just in a good mood, and you had good aura and energy, and think about why you felt that way, and think about what made you feel that way, and also think about how you could keep manifesting that feeling every day throughout the rest of your life or, you know, throughout whatever you're going through. Always use that moment as a pivotal point. When you feel low or when you feel depressed or when you feel, you know, self-doubt, just whatever you might be feeling, whatever negative feeling you might be feeling, use that positive time as a pinpoint to go back to tell myself, okay, I feel like this right now, but it ain't gonna be like this forever. I'm not going to feel like this forever and I'm going to get back to that joyful, positive energy and state. Like I said, ladies, shadow work takes time. 
consistency, and dedication. But trust me, once you get into it and once you actually start doing the work, you're going to see the results that you want to see. I hope you guys take this episode and apply it to your own self-healing journey. And once again, I want to thank you guys for listening to another episode. I'm your host, Shamika Lissette. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Also, feel free to hit me up on Instagram at empress underscore creations if you have any topics you want me to cover for the week or you just want to talk about a specific topic on a deeper level